Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Profane Argument Podcast, a.k.a. the Soaring Eagles of Freedom, for Tuesday, February 14th, 2023. Happy Valentine's Day. Yay! Yay! We're doing a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) We all love our significant others. Uh Nice. At least Ray gets to do it with his wife. (laughs) True. Uh, my name is apparently Ray Champagne. Yeah, what's up, champ? <laughs> <laughs> Along with me are... I'm Karen. I don't have a cool name, I'm just Jared. Oh, can I be like Ian Persecco? <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Damn, Th- come up with one for me. Oh, um, Jared Sparkling Wine? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> On this podcast, we talk about news, politics, and religious nonsense and give our opinions from a secular point of view. If you would like to join in on our conversation, you can sign up on our Patreon page, which will allow you to chat with us directly as we record on Discord, Tuesday nights, right around 9 p.m. Eastern Time. If you can't do that, you can post to our Facebook page or tweet at ProfaneArg. This show, a decent number of news things happen, so Mm -hmm. yeah, we're going to try and hit all the highlights, I guess. But first, I wanted to start with a follow-up on a charter school story. There's an article on realcleareducation.com talking about the Supreme Court is going to be getting a crack at the whole charter school thing. There is Charter Day School that is arguing that public charters are actually private schools masquerading as public schools. So what they're saying is, you've got a charter school, it's a private school, but now, in a lot of these states, they're getting public money, and they're acting like public schools, they're getting kids who would generally go to a public school, but because of the voucher system, it can go anywhere, right? Mm -hmm. So why do they get to get away with the public school regulations with, with not paying any attention to the regulations when they're being funded by the public? Because we live in a dystopian hellscape and it doesn't matter anymore? <laughs> <laughs> well, some uh, some appellate courts have decided that it does matter. Yay! Uh, there is a case, Peltier versus Charter Day School. The school has appealed a ruling from the Fourth Circuit Court of Appeals. The Fourth Circuit ruling said they designated the North Carolina Public Charter School as a public school saying that they now have to follow all of the rules and regulations and cannot uh, prohibit girls from wearing pants. (laughs) There's only one question that's important and will determine the outcome of the case, and that is, is it a Christian school? Well, wait a minute. What is the difference between a charter school and a private school? Well, generally, uh, most private schools, the parents pay for everything, and the the school does not get public funding they don't get government no, no, funding. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> a private school a private school and a charter school the same thing do you have to pay for your child to go to a charter school yes okay but <laughs> you can now in a bunch of these states you can get a voucher saying that the money the public funding the from our taxes goes to the that charter school now because that's where you want to send your kid right that's some of the so, new laws that are coming out now yeah so I have a kid. I want to send him to this charter school. Now, I just Googled some things, so I'm going to throw these at you while we're discussing it. Okay, go ahead, because I'm still confused. A charter school is a public school that is funded by state and federal governments. 
A mm. private school does not receive government funding. So parents pay tuition. Correct. Charter schools and public schools are the same thing. Okay. But not but but are run separately. Like like there's a difference between going to you know, they could have other requirements to get into the charter school, like... Oh, so a charter school might be like a magnet school where they get, like, a bunch of smart kids? Yes. Could be, yep. G- or gotcha. they could have... Or sometimes they're um, for kids with special needs that more individualized attention. It depends on what it is. They okay, There are so different a, ones. A more specialized public school. Yeah. Correct. Okay. So a now what's the story again? <laughs> so my understanding is that this charter day school had decided, well, they had put in place a rule that required girls to wear skirts, no matter the weather or activities, and the CDS has determined that that was gender discrimination in violation of the Equal Protection Clause. Sounds right. Yes. Yeah. I agree. (laughs) I've made my ruling. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, there you go. There we have it. So you think that the Supreme Court's going to weigh in and say that they can do this? It, yes, because it's a Christian school and they are biased in their opinions. It how is a Christian you have a, school. How can you have a Christian charter school? Yeah, I don't understand that either. Yeah. But they're masquerading as a charter school, but they're actually a private school. They're pretending, basically. So but what, what's the criteria to get into that school, though? That I mean, not that I'm saying you would know, but I'm just asking uh, in general. Like, what if it's a specialized school for, for kids? Well, it's specialized in this case because um, it's, a, it's a Christian school, Catholic school, I think, specifically. So you have to be a Catholic, and you have to wear a skirt if you're a girl. <laughs> Other than I don't that, even I don't know, know how that happened. That seems yeah. ridiculous. So in several states, like in Arizona, there's a group called the Great Hearts Academies that operates 42 charter schools. Wow. It, it is a Christian group that operates charter schools. In Oklahoma, the Catholic Church is applying for a charter-run virtual school. Like, there's a lot of these schools that are... Right, but the charter schools since they receive state and government money, have to adhere mm. to the same requirements as public schools. Private that, schools do not. That makes sense. Yeah, I'm just more shocked that they're considered charter schools. Like, and it, because it made more sense when you were, like, for mentally challenged or for well, super I, I mean, intelligent. Even that, right, if you want to send your kid to a Montessori school, mm. that's, you know, could be a charter school as long as they meet the educational requirements to receive the state funding. Same thing with this. That for, if you want to send your kid to a religious charter school, all that means is to get the state funding, they're guaranteeing that they're teaching the bare minimum amount of math, reading, oh, science. Oh, so a private school is not even held to those Correct. standards. Wow. A private school is the yeshivas we've talked about before. Right. They teach you how to be a Jew, how to be a better Jew, how to be a studious Jew, and they don't teach you how to read. Right. Well, You're think kidding about the, me, but so uh, same thing uh, with like the Amish schools. The, the Amish schools, the kids go to school up through what is it, eighth grade, I think, and then they're done. They teach them the basics up through eighth grade, yeah. and then that's it. Yes. So the charter so, schools can offer, uh, you know, specialized or alternatives in right. addition to their curriculum. So they can be like, okay, at this charter school, first you have an hour of math. And then you have an hour of Bible studies, and then you have an hour of social studies, and then you have an hour of reading, and then you have chapel time where we pray and sing, and then you have recess, and then you have science, and then you have gym, and you go home. Okay, that's uh, that's easy to, or easier to understand as to why they're existing. But now I'm more shocked that a private school is not held to any standard. Like, I could just start a private school and be like, we don't teach science here. Yes. <laughs> and that diploma that they get, like, 
It's kind of a, 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 I think it. It's not getting into. It's not going to get you a into a college. No, it's like being okay. unaccredited high school. Yeah. Or yeah, if it's like yes, yeah, it's not going to get unless it's very specialized, and that's again what you're trying to achieve, like with the Amish school or the yeshiva, or maybe it's a you know, oh maybe it's that um neo-Nazi homeschool group. There you go. Yep. Well, that's but that's the other thing. I thought home. That was going to get to that. I thought homeschooling. You had to pass some type of test. Yeah, and again, I think you do. I'm sure at that homeschooling group, they teach you math. How to pass a test. <laughs> yeah, no, they teach you math. They mm-hmm. teach you how to read. There are ways to hatefully contribute while still being smart and educated. Mm. Like, they don't, you don't, you don't have, like, that's not the only thing they do. They teach you that, you know, this math is important. This school is important. When I go, when you go out into the workforce, I want you to become a boss. So that way, when a black man applies, you can say, heck no. So that way, when a Jew applies, you can say, heck no. So the homeschooling That's, is more like the charter school. Yes. Yeah. E- exactly well, the same. Do they yeah, get... Oh, go ahead. Because you have to do the standardized testing, yeah. Yes. Do, but uh, if I homeschool my child, I don't get any funds from the state, do I? You can probably apply for some, yes. Okay. Yeah. Maybe books and shit, or... Yeah. Okay. It's all cleared up for me now for my kids that I don't have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this private... this particular private school has decided that they would like some of that, you know, sweet, sweet government money. So they are right. pretending that they are a charter school and bending the rules by re- doing things like requiring that all the women or the, all the girls wear pants to school, which you can't do. Well, wear skirts. skirts. Sorry, I can't sorry. even believe it's an issue. It, uh, that should be right. a full stop. Uh, no, you're not allowed to do that. <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah. Which, and again, you- that's what the appellate court ruled. And now right. there are... They're filing to take it before the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court has not said whether or not they're going to review the case. Hmm. Jesus Christ. If they don't these, review these the case. These are the important issues that our Supreme Court <laughs> right. has to fucking look at. Exactly. Well, I mean, it kind of is, though, because, I mean, it's it's the same problem. They keep pushing the envelope. And if they get away with this, they'll just push the envelope further and further. But what well, is the. Yeah. But the problem is, is that this Supreme Court won't stop them. <laughs> I just no, like, this, Yeah, go ahead, Jared. I was just going to say, like, I just feel like. This is not Supreme Court worthy. This is a clear. It's so cut and dry, simple. That's it should be. Yeah. Like, what right. is the what? What is your <laughs> argument for this? Oh, religious well, freedom. Our religion dictates that girls should have to dress like girls all of the time, and if you don't allow us to do it, it's because you're discriminating against our religion. Therefore, we can bypass this rule. Right, and then you go. It's just okay. like the rubber playground equipment. Right, I, I get it. And then you go. Hundred okay. percent, they're going to get away with this. Yeah. Well, we pull our funds now. You can be a private school all you want. Well, they can't pull their funds. If the state pulls their funds, they're discriminating on a religious basis. Right. It's a, it's just a, a, a no, I, you know, First uh, Amendment issue. It's a first First right. Amendment issue Jared, in their are, minds. You are totally in the right. This yes. is a clear, open and shut, crystal clear, <laughs> easy to follow, A to B straight line segment. Mm. That is not how it will go. Right. No, I, I know. I, I mean, I understand that, too. Yeah. All right. I'm going to uh, cut there and move on. Yeah. Do it, Doug. Uh, so the next thing that I had in follow-up is uh, related. There's on quackwatch.org, which is a consumer health digest. It's uh, sponsored by the Center for Inquiry. They put out a consumer health summary of of things that are going on in the uh, medis- medical world. And the top story this week uh, America Frontline Doctors, who we all yeah. know is, you mm. know. Yeah, yeah demon sperm. 
So here's here's the, the summary. There's an estate of Jeremy Parker that is filing a wrongful death suit against oh. America Frontline Doctors. Yes. Based on information provided by America's Frontline Doctors, Mr. Parker became convinced that hydroxychloroquine was an effective treatment for COVID-19. Around August 26 of 2021, Mr. Parker had a telemedicine visit with Dr. Culver, who is a member of the American Frontline Doctors. Mr. Parker was prescribed hydroxychloroquine and or ivermectin for treatment, uh, preventative therapy treatment. So he wasn't sick. Yeah. Uh, the doctor never performed a physical examination of Mr. Parker. Uh, Mr. Parker developed cold-like symptoms in January of 2022. His body was found a few days later. Cause of death as sudden, sudden in the setting of therapeutic use of hydroxychloroquine. So he poisoned himself with hydroxychloroquine. Yep. Wow. Wait. Wait, how is he suing? Isn't he dead? Yeah, his is estate it? is suing. His family. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah. So, I I imagine there's going to be, this This is probably not the uh, isolated incident. Yeah, the, people, yeah, their estate won't win. <coughs> and I think it will be an isolated incident. Do you think? I think so. I mean, obviously, this this will, this may not be the only case of someone dying of mm. hydroxychloroquine <laughs> poisoning, but I don't, I don't see them prevailing. Well, I think it depends. If he prescribed an unsafe amount, and it was not on the, I, I don't know when. I find that to be unlikely. If this guy was dumb enough to ask for all that shit, then he but, probably downed the whole bottle. Yeah, but well, it possibly. was prescribed. Yeah. What's, what is an unhealthy amount for a patient who you have never physically seen? Well, we, I mean, telemedicine is a thing, but uh, yeah. yeah. It's totally legit. Yeah. Um, I think the problem is that the doctor's probably going to run into is it's not an approved medication for COVID-19. It never was. And at its very, at the very minimum, it was an experimental, let's see if this works. And everybody went, nope, don't work. But the crazy right glommed onto it for some reason. Try everything but the vaccine. The one yeah. thing that, <laughs> the one thing that actually works, you're not going to yeah. do. Okay. <laughs> you dummies. I don't know. I think they have a chance. Now, granted, they are seeking damages in excess of $30,000. Mm. Oh, that's it. So it's not a whole lot. Yeah, that'll settle out of court. That's no problem. Probably. That's sad that his family thinks that his life was worth less than $30,000. Well, I want, I, sometimes they, you know, they sue for $30,000, but then they go um, the punitive damages after that. Mm. So it might be a two-parter. Right. We'll you see. really think this family's that smart? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think the lawyer probably is. And if the lawyer is seeing a payday in the future... Yeah, maybe. Uh, good luck. And the family could be smart. It could be just this one dummy in their family. Who knows? Mm, I'm going to say no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I agree that they tend not to be isolated. They tend to you know congregate in groups. But if I had to bet money, Karen, yeah, <laughs> story took a possible. way more pessimistic turn than I expected. But <laughs> you're probably not wrong. Yeah. Also, I'm kind of happy. I felt like that thinned the herd a little bit, yeah. just a little bit. I did see something about, you know, they actually did count up the number of, they, they, I saw a graph recently on the number of people that have, that died um, from COVID. And initially it was a whole, it was a blue line because it was hitting the cities first. And then it went to a steep red curve and the blue line went down. <laughs> so we lost a lot more Republicans than Democrats. Maybe that's how we won the midterms. I mean, <laughs> didn't win, but you know what I mean. Right. Yeah. There was a political calculation early on. By some people in the Trump administration, that it was you know it's, it's people in the cities dying. Meh, we don't care. 
they don't vote for us, so we don't care about them. What a surprise that his political advisors turned out to be also morons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And monsters. <laughs> yeah. And, and short-sighted. Hypatia said, yeah. I mean, you, you knew it was going to spread. You just dumbasses. <laughs> no, I like the numbers where they are. Don't <laughs> let those people in. We got low numbers. <laughs> but it explains why that they, you know, there was this initial um, negativity around the, the COVID vaccine because they thought it would, you know, save blue state people. And that was, you know, we don't want to do that. The red state people should be okay. Dumbasses. So, speaking of political short sightedness, mm-hmm. uh, did you guys watch the State of the Union? No. Uh, just the highlights. Okay. Yes, I did watch those. Yeah, I watched some of the highlights too. And the big thing, I think the big takeaway, <laughs> was where Biden talked about the Republicans who were coming after Social Security and Medicare. And the Republicans just fell right into the trap. Like, they started booing him and saying, no, that's not what we're doing. And so if that's the case, then it sounds like both the Democrats and the Republicans think that Social Security and Medicare are are good good things. Well, wasn't it more like they started bitching and moaning and screaming, and he was like, hey, call my office, man. I got it. Here. You know, I've seen the proposal. Right. Right. I'm not going to call you out by name here, but... Right. It's on video. (laughs) And then he goes, I like a conversion. And then he goes, so we can all agree (laughs) that these are off the table. And he got them clapping. And apparently, according to all pundits, he locked it up and it's safe now. I don't know how true that is, but. (laughs) In the wake of that, Bernie Sanders and other Democrats are introducing a bill to boost the Social Security benefits. Nice. (laughs) So. Yeah, I saw he he and Elizabeth Warren were, were right on top of that. Yeah, I think so. I think I, the the article on Huffington Post says that Sanders is is definitely leading it, but I'm sure that uh, that that's the case. Elizabeth Warren is is definitely helping to push this along. Um, I I just think it's a fantastic move. Like the the Republicans got caught in this thing where they they had to agree because they acted like idiots. They yep. had to agree the Social Security is a good thing, and oh, as it turns out. It is a good thing, and that's what everybody likes. So now, yeah, let's strengthen it and make sure that it isn't going to uh, be messed with by these minority Republicans with loud voices. Yeah, I mean, the GOP actually wanted to um, make sure that we that the House voted on Social Security and Medicaid being continued every year or every five years. They wanted to make sure that it was a bargaining chip all the time. Like you are bastards. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It needs to stop being that immediately. Yeah. And again, at risk of saying something corny, like on both sides, but definitely mm. on both sides. A hundred percent of the time, it needs to be a clean bill to raise it. End of story. Yeah. So right but now, yeah. it, what is it in France right now that they are losing their freaking minds because they are threatening to increase the, the Social Security age from 65 to 67, I think it was, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. You know what ours Papa is currently? Don't take no mess when it comes to the French. No, <laughs> I mean they are rioting in the streets over yeah. every unpopular thing they try. They don't. They they don't mess around over there. <laughs> I mean, like, again, it's another day off of work. It's well, I, I, it's it's a uh, again unlike our country. The size of France is mm-hmm. manageable enough that the majority can have their voice heard. True. Yeah. Here it's 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 not possible. 
too spread out. Yeah. And it's just too huge and there's too many people. And it's the majority is only ever like 51%. Yeah. <laughs> that is, it's so, ugh. It's just never yeah. going to work. It's never going to work out. No, it's, <laughs> it is irreparably broken. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, so that was definitely a, a highlight of the State of the Union address. Mm. I, I feel like Representative Taylor Green <laughs> showing up as Jadis the White Witch from Lion the Witch in the Wardrobe <laughs> uh, was a little bit odd. And <laughs> her continuing her booing streak mm. was a little bit odd. <laughs> but, the part, you know, the party of civility family values <laughs> i mean it, it makes sense i mean her constituents are morons if i were a moron i would want a moron to represent me sure and a loud shouty one too yeah yeah <laughs> oh my god did you see them ripping into twitter this oh. week now what's twitter up to <laughs> oh i don't know shadow banning and making sure that lauren bober couldn't be heard right <laughs> and oh, Taylor, a whole fucking <laughs> thing and i don't know how this person at twitter didn't answer because this person was like, well, how did this happen to my account? And Marjorie Taylor Greene's like, you changed the election and you did this. And Lauren Boebert, you've shadow banned me and people couldn't see my tweets who weren't unsubscribed to me. And I don't know how the person on Twitter just didn't answer everything with, we're private code. We do whatever the fuck we want. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you, broke be, although, you broke the rules. You broke the rules. Right. I did see that that, as it always does, because we know that a lot of the people in the GOP have uh, a difficult time with the truth. Mm. So, you know, it always seems to swing back at them just a little, because they're like, oh, yeah, big tech. They're in it with the Democrats. They're suppressing conservative voices. <laughs> and then it was the Democrats' turn to ask questions. And they're like, uh, Twitter representative, is it true that you received a direct communication from the Trump White House demanding that you take down the tweet from Chrissy Teigen that called Donald Trump a pussy-ass bitch because it hurt his feelings. And that she was like, hilarious. yes, we did. We absolutely got that. And everybody was like, oh, weird. It's almost as though the conservatives are trying to weaponize Twitter to silence. And the best part was, do you remember when the Twitter files came out from Elon? Yeah. yeah. And somehow that part that Matt Taibbi reported on was just absent about that Chrissy Teigen thing. Just yeah. Disappeared. Yep. Turns and out missing. It, it, it's all projection, as it always is. You know, the yeah. only people that were calling Twitter and demanding things be taken down was the GOP and the Trump White House. Yeah. Is it projection or is it the mentality of a five-year-old? <laughs> both. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yes. Why not both? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> Alright. I also wanted to uh talk about moving on to more politics. Uh the House Foreign Affairs Committee Chairman, Mike McCall. I've never I don't know that I knew about this guy at all previously. Uh, but the National Review has an article about him. He's trying to revive the a GOP investigation into a State Department grant to atheist and humanist groups in the Middle East and North Africa. So the State Department actually has a grant <laughs> for atheists and humanist groups in these places where you should not want to be an atheist or humanist. Right. And McCall says... I don't take lightly the plight of some non-believers, what they face in coercive environments, but the, de the State Department's approach breaks new ground and signals to the world that the U.S. seeks to modernize societies by promoting a secular agenda. Therefore, I have significant concern that the recipients of this funding 
are using U.S. taxpayer dollars to unlawfully promote certain belief systems over others, thus <laughs> violating the Establishment Clause. It's not a belief system, you dumb right. dumb. And he led with, I understand why you're doing this. Yeah. Yes. Yes, he did. So but what clearly he doesn't. Well, he does. He just doesn't care if atheists in these countries get killed. He doesn't care that, you know, the, the money might be going to protect them and to, you know, make sure that they have a safe environment. But See, I was leaning toward he was ignorant that atheism isn't a belief system. That too, yeah. Uh, but <laughs> Definite possibility there. Yeah. You're angling that he's actually... Doesn't give a crap about those people because they're not right. Christians. Is actually evil, not just ignorant. <laughs> yes. A little bit of both. <laughs> Again, why not both? Yep. Makes his it makes his upper lip sneer a little bit that we're giving uh, money to atheists. He doesn't like it. Yeah, and he's in charge of the House Foreign Affairs Committee. Fantastic. Yep. However, on the other side of the aisle, uh, the DNC has passed a new resolution. You know how I mean? It's basically their "here's what we stand for" kind of mm. thing, right? Right. Uh, their new resolution says white religious nationalism has used the cover of patriotism to ferment and inflame hatred by providing cover for racism, anti-Semitism, homophobia, transphobia, xenophobia, and Islamophobia. Um, basically, it decries an white religious nationalism. To have that as part of their party, part of the founding, you know, piece of the, the Democratic National Committee. That's cool. Good, yeah. good job. Yeah. Yeah. Thought I would de definitely call that out. I got no problem with that. <laughs> yep. Moving on. Oh. We're all, we all agree. <laughs> yep. Good uh, people doing good things. Yeah. Ray, it's not fun when you talk about good stuff. We have nothing to say. About <laughs> <laughs> Don't get this fired up. Okay. Uh, moving on to some things in the news. I do want to... Uh, I, I put a link to an article in the Huffington Post about the Super Bowl... I, read it if you want. That's what I had to say is not about the super or not about the uh, the what's in the article. The one thing that I have heard, like on Reddit and on other, you know, not not mainstream news, but some things that people are commenting on, is the fact that Rihanna was lip syncing. <gasps> oh no! Let yeah. me. Let me I, sorry to break it to you. Everybody at the Super Bowl, everybody who performs, they're lip syncing. Yeah, acoustics in that venue are not. The best. Can you? I mean, they have twenty nine minutes to put on a show. You think they have all the time to get all the audio equipment ready and make sure that it works and it doesn't cut out? And I mean, come on, the Red Hot Chili Peppers literally didn't play their instruments <laughs> when they were on the Super Bowl. Yeah, so, sorry to burst your bubble. I but don't think Dre, Snoop, and M were lip syncing. You don't? I don't think they. I don't think they were either. <laughs> yeah. There, there are some people come through. I don't think Bruno Mars was lip syncing for a lot of it, but there is a lot of lip syncing that goes on. There and is you're a right. Ton. It's impossible to put on. I, my only objection, I just, I thought, I don't know, maybe my expectations for her performance were too high, but I found, and obviously this was explained to me later, I still don't care. Mm -hmm. I don't, didn't like it anymore. It was just, it was boring. It was low energy. She was just like anchored to a floating platform. There was no dancing. There was no special guests. There was nothing. It was just her half-heartedly lip-syncing well, to a few of her hits so that she could float out and say, I'm pregnant. Mm -hmm. It was like, great. <laughs> I mean, that's that's a real mediocre show right there. Well, now, it, it, it was very hard to compare to last year's. Right. right, or several years. Again, like I said, I love the Bruno Mars show. Mm -hmm. I love the Katy Perry show. 
The Prince I Show. I love The Prince oh, Show. So good. <laughs> the Rolling Stones were okay. Yeah. Uh, this was just, even The weekend was okay. This was, a, and I don't want this to spiral into anything weird. I'm not trying to diminish Rihanna, her ability to perform, black people as a whole. All of those things are generally excellent. Rihanna is a wonderful performer, and congratulations to her and her partner for expanding their family. I just, as far as Super Bowl, as halftime shows go, meh. Meh. Hey, you know what? Mm. She doesn't have to care. I we I found out how much she was worth last night, and I was <laughs> floored. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but I'm sure it's a lot. It puts it's like Donald 1. Trump's- $1.1 billion. Yeah. It puts what Donald Trump is is worth to shame. Yeah, it's what Donald Trump <laughs> wishes he was worth. Yeah, right. She should. It's, yeah, yeah. It's quite it's quite a bit. Ray and Karen, did you see the uh, anti-Tesla commercial? I think we were for the Super Bowl. I think we were picking up food at that one. Ah, <laughs> uh, it was there was an anti-Tesla ridiculous. commercial. Yeah, there was a there was a whole thirty second ad about how dangerous self driving Tesla's self driving features is. They had a. They they had a, a a mannequin pushing a a stroller and the car ran him over. Wow. They walked some mannequin kids out into the road and the car <laughs> ran him over. It was it was uh, what? Who was uh, who made it though? Like what was it? Uh, about? That's the best part. The best part. Who made like so? Obviously, they had a name like the Soaring Eagles of Freedom, <laughs> right? But the actual person behind it was a man named Dan O'Dowd, who you'll never guess with this billionaire does for a living oh yeah it was put out by uh i don't remember what the fake name was so in dan o'dowd any ideas what dan o'dowd might do for a living he's a ceo that name sounds so familiar yeah it does sound familiar but a lobbyist for uh car salesman no close mm. he is a he is a tech billionaire mm. who is designing uh, self-driving technology for cars right <laughs> what he made this ad to shit on Tesla to promote his own self-driving technology. Wow. Which he can't That's sell yet because it doesn't exist deep. actually in a factory. I, I have I have run. I have, so wait, I've done was some his, more. Was his angle like, it's not there yet. We're going to get it. But Tesla hasn't nailed it. Yeah. Te- no. Yeah. His angle was don't, 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 don't attach yourself to this Tesla nonsense. It's too dangerous. He's like, I'm working on my own. Ha <laughs> ha. And like to the point where he is running for a state Senate seat in California. His only <laughs> issue is Tesla self-driving. Wow. <laughs> when he's asked any political questions, he says the only reason I'm running for Senate is to work on outlawing Tesla self-driving technology. And just to be clear about Tesla, Tesla self-driving, it isn't. There is no test. There is no self-driving. There is no function of a Tesla vehicle that will you get in the car and it drives you without your input, without you yeah. being there, without you being not just present, but paying attention to what's going on and able to intercept the car at any moment. You're still responsible. There yeah. is no full self-drive yet. I know they call it full self-drive, but that's not what it is. It doesn't exist yet. Right. I, I'm still back on this guy running for state senate, <laughs> With one saying issue. saying what he wants to do, and he's a he owns a company. Oh yeah, that like how is this all not illegal? 
<laughs> I mean, this is what our whole country is based on. I, but I mean, I guess, greed. I guess at this point, he's just like, fuck it, you can't stop me. Yeah. You, you like that George Santos, and I can say whatever the fuck I want. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> the bar is so low at this point. Now, more show related. What did you guys think about the I was just the, about to all bring the Jesus it up. ads? Oh, yeah. Oh, I only saw the one. There was more than one. Oh, there's there two. were three uh, at least. Was it yeah, three? There were three. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> three there of the one. He's with us shit? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. He gets us. All of us. Yeah. The first one was like, look at all these kids being nice to people for no reason. Look at the world like a kid. Wow. Uh, Jesus. The other one was uh, pictures of, you know, uh, a bunch of still images of people screaming at each other. That's mm. the one I saw. Yeah, yeah. And they were like, stop screaming at each other. Hang out with Jesus instead. Yeah, because we were watching that one, and uh, and we're like, everyone's like, "What the hell is this for?" And Grinch was watching with us, and he was ahead of, ahead of us by a minute. I heard him start laughing, and I go, <laughs> "Oh my god, it's the fucking Jesus commercial, isn't it?" He's like, "It is." <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that was, and then again, uh, <laughs> you do a little more research. Turns out, <laughs> none of those commercials were interested in promoting any of the things that they pretended to promote. There was really just a fundraising campaign so they could lobby against medical abortions. Right. And transgender oh. people and LGBT right, in but, general. But, but this and, this specifically uh. was to, to, to raise money to lobby against medical, medically induced abortions. Wow. It was, it could, and then, then yes. And then at the, the Super Bowl, when they were cutting to the, uh, you know, billionaires in boxes segment, and they showed that one box that contained the Murdochs and oh, Elon, yeah, Musk. Elon Musk. I was like, oh, what I wouldn't give for a drone strike right now. <laughs> <laughs> So he's done. He's he's officially done the flip. He's oh, done, yeah. <laughs> yeah, beyond sure. the flip. But yeah, he was chilling in, in the in the Murdoch box yep. at the at the Super Bowl. I heard an uh, or I saw a funny meme where they were talking about those Jesus ads, which I guess ran them like fifteen or seventeen million dollars, something like that. Yeah, yeah about something right. like that. And they're like, "Wow, just think what you could have done with that for like actual homeless people or right. you know, whatever." Doing think things. of, think of the, how how many people would go to your church. If they saw you helping humanity in that way, yeah. But no, let's let's put ads on the Super Bowl. That clearly is a better choice. And I got to tell you, I was not that impressed. You know, this is their big push to get young people, as yeah. we discussed last week or the right. week before. Right. And I was like, I don't see how anybody's going to get moved by this commercial. No. Oh, cool. The word "us" is in Jesus. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I threw this in here because it's it's all the rage in all the news circles. I don't know if we have anything to talk about it. The ha- high altitude objects over the U.S. North ah, America. We'll make some room. We're shooting everything down. <laughs> Get out of the skies, people. We're gonna shoot you down. And the White House has now said, "Well, the reason we're finding more things is because we're looking." Yeah, we weren't <laughs> looking. At, we had some of the filters turned on. We turned off the filters, and oh, there's stuff up there. Yeah, that first spy balloon really opened up a whole uh, <laughs> lots of things getting shot down in the last week. I'm torn See, by by this. Is it are, is what they're saying accurate? Are they just they're ignorant of what's actually going on, or are they like like the the one guy who was on Bill Maher? I can't remember his name, but the guy who who went over and served in Ukraine, um, who said Malcolm, Malcolm Nance. Yes. Uh, who said... Love that guy. We're monitoring them, we're learning more from them than they are from us, etc., etc. Is it like a, you know, a 3D chess kind of thing, or is it just like, 
oh, there's things up there? Maybe we should shoot them down. Well, I think the only re- I mean, we ha- I have to remember that the reason that the, the first big balloon got so much attention was people could see it. People tracked it across the country. Normally, people don't notice them. This one was just really big and lots of blue skies and it's white. So people saw it and went, what is that? And you could zoom in on it enough with like, you know, just stuff you could buy at a, at a local store. So you could see that there was something hanging underneath it. So I yeah. just assume that we're shooting shit down constantly. And now mm. it's just like they want to be like, look, we're shooting shit down. All right. <laughs> no, I think like, that I think that they probably have known about them up there and just haven't. They've just been blocking them and jamming them. That's my like, guess. You think all of a sudden there's like just a big rash of shit in the sky? There's not enough information yeah. emerging about the three newest things, which True. I don't want to, you know, jump on the bandwagon and I don't want to be too mired in my own conspiracies <laughs> and maybe some more will emerge. I can just be a little bit patient, but I feel like they're already setting it up that the nothing else is going to emerge. And I don't I, I, I don't like that. Mm. I'm not saying that, you know, anyone's necessarily doing anything nefarious, but I was reading an article to find out more about these three new objects that were shot down. Because the one, it seems pretty cut and dry. Yeah. It's a Chinese spy balloon. They were they were intercepting communications, photographing infrastructure, usual spy stuff. These last three they shot down, They the, the military claims they're not sure if they're going to be able to recover them. I'm like, bullshit. Right. <laughs> There is no fucking way you shot them out of the sky and then went, I don't know where they went. We can't find those. That is that is so grotesquely lazy of a lie. Mm. That gets my heckles up. So now I'm like, what, what, what do you mean you can't find them? That's Of course you can find them. Like, you don't have to tell me what they are. Just say it's classified. Right. You can be yeah, like, all right, maybe these sorry. ones really are aliens. You can read my license plate from space. I'm pretty sure you can find a big balloon. Right. Right. I, I'm Again, I don't know too much about aliens or alien technology, but if, you know, sci-fi movies have taught me anything, if people truly believe that these interstellar crafts that can (laughs) traverse space would come here and can get shot down by an F-22, get out of Dodge! (laughs) Now, Ian, you're under the assumption that maybe maybe these people evolved without ever thinking of what a weapon was. So they didn't have to protect themselves, and then they came down to Earth, where we like to shoot the shit out of everything. And they're like, what the fuck? We're skipping this planet. Every time we come to give them the cure to all their ills, they fucking shoot at us. So CNN had a, a, a story on from China that there's a company in China that makes these balloons. And it, there was an article, it was a story from a couple of years ago, the, the company saying, these are our balloons, this is what we use them for. They're kind of, they can, you know, they can listen in on communication stuff. And they were talking about their balloons and how they sell them to the, the Chinese government. So it's Chinese government balloons, just seeing what they can hear. I mean, it's cheap. It's easy. Why wouldn't they do it if there's no consequences? I was watching uh, Sarah Silverman on The Daily Show. Mm. She's guest hosting this week. Right. Oh, okay. And she brought up an interesting thing with talking about all the balloons and shit that are getting shot down. She goes, where the fuck is Space Force on this? Hmm. <laughs> Isn't this like their domain? <laughs> are they? Yeah. Probably. Yeah. You would think so. They're all set up in Greenland now. Maybe they're, uh, they're, maybe they're the ones spotting them. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. What do we got, like four or five guys in Space Force? <laughs> uh, more than that, I think. Yeah, Colbert actually went and visited them in Greenland, I don't know, a couple of months ago. 
<laughs> Big listening post out there. Well, there are 16,000 military and civilian personnel in the Space Force. God, I can't wait to meet somebody at a bar wearing a space suit or Space Force fucking uniform. <laughs> uh, by the way, it is the exact same uniform that the Air Force is, except it, they took the word air out and put the word space in. They have a different oh, patch. Nice. Literally, it's a different patch. <laughs> mm. Because all these people are doing the same jobs they did before in the Air Force, but oh. now they're just called Space Force. Right. Now, this was not Trump's idea, by the way. This was well in the works before he came up with the idea. <laughs> uh, I feel like we really missed a beat here. Could have put them in like some Star Trek type uniforms. Right? You need, awesome. to look, you need to look at their logo. <laughs> <laughs> it looks vaguely familiar. <laughs> yeah, the logo is pretty much a Star Trek logo. Yeah. All right, the next thing that I have is about the Heartland Institute. I don't know if you guys have heard about the Heartland Institute. I also linked uh, the wiki page on the Heartland Institute if you want to uh, look at more detail on that. But the Heartland Institute has recently put out copies of its Climate at a Glance book. Uh-oh. Um, they sent out 8,000 copies to middle schools and high schools across the country to provide them with the data to show that the Earth is not experiencing a climate crisis. This is also the group who, very famously, the reason that they, they exist is they were putting out misinformation about smoking. How smoking isn't really bad for you after all. What? Yes! Uh, were, turn- they going to, were they going to middle schools and telling the kids that? Yeah. yeah they were <laughs> send- that would have been awesome. They were doing the same thing. They were sending out books to all the middle schools and high schools that, hey, you know, smoking not smoking doesn't cause cancer. There's no evidence that proves that. What? Wow. Yeah. Nice. Jared, you're set. <laughs> My kind of people. <laughs> nice. That oh. is... What the fuck will people not do for money? Yeah, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> seriously. <laughs> So in 2017, this group sent out 350,000 copies of a brochure, a book called Why Scientists Disagree About Global Warming. They don't. They were sued because the references that they made to different scientists, those scientists sued them saying, yeah, we never said we disagree about global warming. Uh, Just some of our data does not match up with some of the other data that's out there. So they had to change, they changed their book's name to something like, why scientist data doesn't exactly determine, like, they, they, <laughs> they, they do whatever they can to try and sway people. They made right? one tiny semantic adjustment to avoid a lawsuit? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. Exactly. The way that, yeah, the way that, that you know, Trump never said anything. He just heard. Right. I people, heard that that. People are saying. People are saying. People are saying. <laughs> people are saying the science doesn't add up. Climate change is fake. Guy came up to me and said, sir, the data's not adding up. (laughs) (laughs) With tears in his eyes. (laughs) Then he thanked me for my service. Said I should have given myself the Medal of Honor. (laughs) Did he start weeping the way that Nick Sirianni wept when he heard Chris Stapleton sing the national anthem? (laughs) God. (laughs) That was so good. (laughs) (laughs) It just streaming down his face. (laughs) Ah, don't get me again. Don't get me wrong, Chris Stapleton. I didn't think there was anything left to do with the national anthem, but I loved hearing him perform the national anthem. It was great. Hmm. We missed the beginning, yeah. so didn't catch that. I caught some of it. I was like, I don't know who this dude is, and whatever. <laughs> so I did want to mention the uh, on this Heartland thing. 
Glenn Branch, who is a deputy director of the National Center for Science Education, he said that this is not the Heartland's first rodeo. In mm. previous campaigns, the bulk majority of teachers and students who received the materials threw them in the recycling bins. So yes, they should. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I love the fact that he threw the recycling bins in there. <laughs> so I don't think it's going to have much of an impact, but just know there are organizations who spend time and money to try to get education systems altered for their own sure. benefit. And they're called Texas. <laughs> and churches. <laughs> um, so I don't really have too much about these two horrendous disasters. Uh, oh. We talked about Turkey a little bit last time and what was going oh. on there, but we have a little bit more information. Um, I don't have the full details. Uh, do you want to hit this, Karen? I mean, the, the the thing I really just wanted to touch on was the fact that Erdogan um, has, has – they found the videos of him – bragging about the number of people that bought uh, certificates and exceptions for the building code rules. So Turkey has rules for you know, building safety, how to you know make a building strong enough so it doesn't collapse in an earthquake. But he has been on video saying, we you know uh, got housing for hundreds of thousands of people by allowing people to buy out of the program and just pay a small amount of money so they didn't have to follow those building standards. So. And so this is what some people want to do in America. Yes. By the way. Right. <laughs> so so Erdogan, they have building standards. Yep. He very brazenly allowed people to bypass those earthquake standards. Yep. Tens of thousands of people died, and now they're rounding up the people who did all these buildings and Correct. are arresting them? Yes, they are. Ironically? <laughs> hey, boss, can I commit crimes? You absolutely can. Hey, I committed those crimes. You're under arrest. Yeah. What? It's a win-win for him. He, he got your money. <laughs> yep. The only problem is, is those videos of him saying, I mean, they they sold 40,000 amnesty certificates to people building buildings. 40,000 of them. 40,000. Right. So now, just under one per death in the country because of the earthquake? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, yeah, truly now, outrageous. Tell me more about what you're saying, though. So I'm hearing you using optimistic language that I don't like. <laughs> He's a dictator. How does that create a problem? Right. Uh, I think that... The people aren't going to vote for him to stay in for life? <laughs> it has a point. I, I think the, the that part of the country is traumatized. So there will be blowback. Will he survive it? Uh, we'll see. I mean, he willingly said, it's okay to kill the citizens if you give me a little bit of cash to put in my pocket. Yeah. And he's on video and saying they're going to go, we don't like that. And he's like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, <laughs> he's it, only going to win the next election by ninety eight percent of the vote. Yeah, <laughs> it just it just depends on the the you know the amount of blowback. People in mass can make a difference. It just takes a lot of willpower, and usually people don't have enough. This meh, we'll see. Yeah, I mean, they they don't have well. I mean, and they also they don't have not as much willpower. But I mean, like Guns. so protests <laughs> still going on in Iran. Yeah, they haven't changed anything. They're still rounding up the the populace. Apparently, unless it's France, mm. the populace will never outlast the military. Possible. Yeah. Probable. Ever. Until the military. Not in a country turkey size. They will get stomped. I mean, really, the only thing that, that you know, the, the people without weapons have is their labor to, to withhold. Yeah. That's it. That's all we got. <laughs> all right. Which, anything else about Turkey? I no. got a few more things. and 
But it kind of brings us to the the next story, which is the Ohio train derailment. Yeah, you guys, have you guys heard about the Ohio? Oh yeah, disaster. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, but you are correct, Ray. It is well buried. Yeah. yeah. See, I don't watch too much uh, network news, so I was shocked to find out that this is not being talked about because all the at all all yeah. the little YouTube shows that I watch are talking about it. And then, like, I spoke to you know a mutual friend of ours who lives in Ohio, and he's like, they're not talking about this anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so this is nowhere near any of your Ohio family, right? No. Uh, no, no, it is not. It's okay, actually right on yeah, the border of Ohio and Pennsylvania. Um, yeah. There was a train derailment that occurred on February 3rd in East Palestine, Ohio. Uh, the train was carrying vinyl chloride, which and derailed and exploded. Mm. Um, emergency crews were sent out to control, do a controlled burn of the spill. Which apparently they determined was was that they need to do a controlled burn because it was likely that it was going to explode, I guess. Yes. Not and sure so- how one's better than the other, but I guess, you know, chemically. I just, I'm not a chemist, so I don't know. Chemi- right. Chemically, no difference. Shrapnel was the big difference. Ah, there you go. So that released a whole bunch of hydrogen chloride into the air, which is carcinogenic? Or is mm-hmm. it, what is this, phosgene? I don't know what that is. Phosgene? Yeah, it's a bunch of chemicals. It's carcinogenic, mainly. Yeah. Um, some of the images coming out of Ohio are just yeah. horrific. Um, I mean, the one looks like a nuclear explosion went off. Yeah. And the reason that I wanted to uh, you know, talk about it in relation to the turkey thing is because it's this should not have happened. It, there were rules put in place, different type of brakes that were put on um, trains carrying these types of chemicals in the um, in the Obama administration. And they were repealed during the Trump administration. So the brakes were taken off because they're expensive. And, you know, safety, the safety of the people does not matter. So for a few dollars in the pockets of the politicians, uh, the, the, you know, the brakes that would have possibly prevented this, not saying it would have 100%, but possibly could have prevented this. Well, the, you are talking about the administration that said asbestos was A-OK. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so. Makes you stronger. Yeah. No, wait. Are you serious? Yeah. Which part? Asbestos? About Trump greenlighting asbestos? That can't... No. That is absolutely true. Yeah. Uh, no. Are you sure? Tell me more. He was talking Briefly, about but it. but tell me. He was talking about it, but I don't think he did anything about it. He was... Oh, uh, I, I thought he did. I feel like that's such a well-established <laughs> toxin. I, you can't... Can you rewind that far to asbestos? <laughs> can we start putting lead back in gasoline? <laughs> um, while, e- while Karen's talking, I will look this up. <laughs> That's wild. The EPA staff objected to the agency's new rules on asbestos use. Internal emails show it's from 2018. Yep. So the people. But yeah, I can't believe how little traction. Yeah. That this East Palestine, Ohio, getting yeah covered in an enormous cloud of highly carcinogenic. What was it? Hydrogen. Uh, uh, I mean, it was vinyl chloride, but the stuff that's got- right. But but yeah. But when it, when they burned it, it turned into hydrogen chloride. Right. And then. Benzene treated residues. everybody to a big lungful of cancer. And yeah. not just that, but the chemicals are also, I mean, you know, it's spilled. And yeah. it's right yeah. in the Ohio River Valley. Like Right, it, so it's going to affect the groundwater. And yeah. yeah. And do you know, if, if you look today at um, a picture, so I saw a drone shot today on Reddit. Somebody went out there with their drone. That track, that uh, train track is up and running again. Those trains going on it again. They just buried everything. And all those um, exploded rail cars are just shoved off to the side for the moment. But <laughs> got to keep the trains are running. It's Man. amazing. That's true. If you take even a day, yeah. something, something supply chain, and then you're paying $14 a carton for eggs. Yeah. 
So the EPA has, well, they, they say that they have, the, the, the experts on the ground say that they have detected upwards of four parts per billion as the highest concentration of chemicals in, in the groundwater there. And the EPA says that 560 parts per billion would be harmful. So clearly, we're fine. It's all good. Right. I don't know. Somehow I'm reminded of Chernobyl. Yeah. Where, where yeah. the, the well, Russian- Well, that's what I was just about to ask. I'm like, there, there's no way these people can move back to their houses. They were right? already back there. They were, they were cleared to go home. Come on. Really? Yep. People Ooh. have wells in this town. Yep. You're fine. Yep. Go nuts. Yeah. The reality is the fines that they will pay after they kill all these people will be less than the money that they're making. So they don't care. Yeah. Absolutely. Again, while that's concerning and disappointing, I do find it a little less shocking. I mean, mm. how how many years after the endless mine fire mm-hmm. did they allow people to live in Centralia? Like 50? Something like that, yeah. It's just been within the past 20 years that the last guy died off, I think. They never did convince yeah. him to leave. <laughs> yep. They're just like, nope. It's, I just, I, that mentality is bizarre. Mm-hmm. And that's all. Man, sorry. I feel like it, while it's not a total deviation from the original intentions, this show has enlightened me more about the vast reaches of capitalist greed mm. than anything else. The lengths, the depths, yeah. the absolute things that people will do yeah. for money yeah. is unbelievable. Well, and it is they fought just some dark, dark shit. They sent lobbyists specifically to, you know, to Washington, D.C. to say these breaks are kind of expensive. We'd really like to use that money to do stock buybacks instead. And we're not going to pay our people. <laughs> and we're only going to have one guy on the train instead of the two that you said that we had to have before. Is that OK? Here's a half a million dollars. And the, the politicians went, yeah, that seems like a great idea. Let's do that. <laughs> I mean, I could kind of understand that because it's not an immediate thing, but like. Letting these people back home. Mm. That's like it's like that it's like that movie. Did you ever see that movie The Button? No. Where or the <laughs> or something like that it's called, where there's like a button you could push and you get like a million dollars, but a random person will die. Oh. I heard if the, you do it. Yeah, I've heard the, the, the concept of it, but I didn't know that. Right. Was and called. I'm sure it's probably like a thought experiment, but mm. like, could you do that? No. Like and then it's like and then how totally many Totally random? <laughs> totally random person. Oh, <laughs> you could that's no that's challenging but it's totally random for me except the you means except you. the chance yeah no but not me but but for me personally like now you're saying if you just say it's totally random the chance that it's marjorie taylor green <laughs> and the chance that it's my son are equivalent i'm not pushing that button <laughs> if you guarantee me that it's a random person that i don't know and will have never met I will have a hundred million dollars before you take the button away from me. <laughs> really? Oh my god! Now, what if it was ten people? Again, which stipulation? Okay, totally I'll, I'll even stipulate that your son and wife are safe in this situation. I don't want to endanger you guys. Okay, no. <laughs> anybody you know won't die. It'll be ten people that you do not know. Oh yeah, could be children, could be infants, yeah. could be elderly. Absolutely. Twenty. I, 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 I want to know I what number before for you... something next to me on my table to act as the button, so I can keep pushing it feverishly. <laughs> okay, what number would I have to hit to make you stop? As far as um, deaths, hundred? No, way higher than that. There are at my last count approximately nine 
billion humans on the planet. I mean, it's eight, but point eight, yeah. eight billion. Yeah. I can't begin to describe the number billion enough mm-hmm. to give a less macabre idea of what a large number it would have to be for me to not push that button. Mm. It would have to be more than the money that I'm getting. Mm. If so, you told me push this button, you will get one million tax-free dollars and a hundred thousand strangers that you'll never meet will die. I will push that button without hesitation. And you won't. And you won't feel any remorse. Like you I might. I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to take that chance, though. I bet you would. But <laughs> yeah, I, I assume that it gets you know that that I've never seen their faces. <laughs> I'm not a hitman. It's not going to haunt me. Their families aren't going to be like, oh, there's the guy who pushed the button. There's be no reminder. I can drown that out with with drugs and alcohol, and then it'll just get numb over years. Alpha is joining you. <laughs> and I'll he's, be rich. He said he'd be playing track and field with that button. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not going to be overzealous with it when we're getting into numbers that we're talking about now, but I, I hear you. I, I hear you. Ray and Karen, are you in the same boat as Ian? Yeah, no. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, a million dollars for one person, eh, man. But, mm. yeah. If only I could pick them. <laughs> <laughs> right? No, can't pick them. That's the whole point. Yeah. yeah. There are a lot of people I don't like, but random random person? Yeah, prob- yeah. probably not. Anywho, how do hmm. we get on that? We're talking about people's lives and how corrupt people are for money. Right. right. Hey, speaking of which. Uh-oh. Uh, how about Kent? I don't know how you pronounce his last name. Hovind? Hovind? We don't we don't know. <laughs> uh, apparently. Never heard of him. <laughs> Hovind. He yeah. runs uh, a place in Alabama called the Dinosaur Adventureland. Yes. Okay. Where is this going to go? Oh, it's I a- see the word Christian in there, so yeah. got it. <laughs> he you can is, already see it in the title. <laughs> he is a very far right-leaning, controversial young Earth creationist who preaches that the Earth is less than 10,000 years old. Dinosaurs rode on Noah's Ark. He also believes in a literal interpretation of the Bible uh, as a interpretation of the law. Um, however, uh, his original dinosaur adventure land was shut down. Uh, he served nine years in prison for avoiding taxes. <laughs> and while he was behind bars, uh, the Fed seized and sold his dinosaur adventure land in Pensacola. Is that in the Bible? Not paying your taxes? <laughs> I don't... Uh, I don't... We, yes, it is actually. It's it says that you know what is it? Give uh, give Herod what is Herod's or I don't remember the quote, but th- what there is, is a line that, yeah. that Jesus actually said, you know, pay your taxes, not in support those the lines. government. They have they have a job to do. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so his original one was in Pensacola, Florida, but he has since getting out of jail, uh, he has started a whole new one. Apparently, this one has a fossil pit where you can dig up dinosaur bones. Uh, it's got a pool that subs that also subs as a uh, baptism pond. Uh, font, <laughs> sure. Is there like a fucking velociraptor near the pond? <laughs> that like like a motorized one? It's like what with, the fuck? With a saddle on it, because you know we we rode dinosaurs back in the day, so you know. Yes. <laughs> Hey, you know what? At least they at least they taken the step to accepting that they're dinosaurs. True. You know, I once had a friend who was very religious told me that they were behemoths in the Bible. I've heard dragons as well. That's the dragons. Yeah. Oh, that, I yeah. got played with the dragons one time. I told you about that yep. thing I watched well, where they suckered me in. 
Unicorns. Unicorns are in the Bible. They are? Nice. Yeah. Huh. Not just well, shit. Not just a goat with one horn. You also have to admire this guy's uh drive to have one shut down, come out of jail, and then try it again. Yeah. Worked last time. Well, it's a long time. <laughs> he must have made a ton of money. Yeah. Well, <laughs> but the headline though is is um uh, Preacher accused of enabling pedophile at creationist dino theme park. So, what's yeah, the rest of the story? <laughs> I had to. I had to get the. Uh, there's an article that I just posted in Discord. The eight times that unicorns were mentioned in the Bible. So, ah, there you go. Okay. So, since Hovind <laughs> launched his latest incarnation of the dinosaur adventure land, he has had two wives left him. One citing financial concerns, and the other because uh, he assaulted her. Mm. Volunteers and staffers at the Dinosaur Land uh, have quit over a range of grievances. Among their concerns are repeated visits to uh, the Dinosaur Adventure Land by Hovind's sex offender friend, who allegedly molested children at the park. Nice. What the uh, fuck? There was one wow. death by drowning in the uh, pond used for baptisms. A child they killed drowned. somebody in the baptism pond? Yeah. <laughs> Was it hopefully one of the employees holding the pedophile's head underwater? <laughs> Apparently not. No. It's just Damn like it. a repurposed wave pool from Action Park. How the fuck did that happen? <laughs> <laughs> so there were allegations. There were also allegations of theft of ministry money by uh, one of his colleagues. There was sure. an arrest of that colleague for drugged out alleged carjacking. <laughs> <laughs> and there have been late night evidence removal operations by more than a dozen of the church volunteers. There was also a fatal shooting of a dog. Near the... What is going on at this fucking place? <laughs> yeah. Wow. They're yeah. busy over there. My goodness. So apparently sometimes the people will arrive at this place and express interest in how, you know, oh, this is really cool. He will then solicit these individuals to stay at the park, live at the park, and work for him for slave wages. And somehow he is this guy the Tiger King? Yeah, apparently. <laughs> well, he's definitely he's definitely working. Nice, Heston Gixis. <laughs> Sorry, he was typing that and hit enter as I was saying it. We, I did, I've never had a a text talk jinx. <laughs> this is the first ever. Recorded first of all, moment you guys aren't thinking of Tiger King. You're thinking of Doc Angle. We are, but <laughs> yeah. he was part of the Tiger. Yeah. He was yeah. part of the Tiger King situation. Yeah. Uh, so I have a question for Karen. Yes. Is this man a true believer? Uh, no. No. Okay. No. So he's just like, this is a way to sucker idiots. Yes, this is the way to yeah, sucker okay. idiots. <laughs> but when asked... Jared, you never wore... Oh, sorry. Ray, when asked ahead. about dinosaurs, though, he says that the devil is using dinosaurs to teach boys and girls across the earth that the earth is millions of years old, and it's just propaganda. It's not true at all. Now come in this private room with me, and I'll teach you the real <laughs> truth. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's, that's just his shtick for getting on the local news. Right. What were you going to ask me? Oh, I was just going to tell you that not that you ever weren't, but like like I'm I'm almost fully converted to your to your mantra. There is no way these people that I read about in the news that we discuss on this show, all these self-purported religious people mm -hmm. can treat other people the way they do and believe what they claim to believe. It's just impossible. It's not, there's no amount of metal gymnastics that makes me believe that these could possibly be true believers. They're just, it's, they're, they're so despicable. Mm. And then to claim to be, you know, followers Probably. of any religion 
Yeah. Just is unbelievable to me. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it, they are so far removed from the, the writings of the book that they worship that it, 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 it's difficult to believe that they actually have ever read it. Yeah, I agree. Because a lot of the I don't stuff, even know, a lot of the like, stuff around sorry, Jesus, a lot of the stuff around Jesus is, is actually, you know, not a bad dude. <laughs> Follow his teachings; <laughs> they're not bad teachings. No, some of them are, but some of them. But for the most part, it's you know, be kind to, to strangers and you know, um, be suspicious of the money lenders. That's all good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so this does this does lead me to the next thing, which is on Only Sky. Which uh, is, according to some polling, trust in pastors is weirdly dropping. Strange. Mm. <laughs> um, pastors are now eighth on the list of most trusted people. Hey, have real estate agents beat them yet? Or are we still the fucking shit into this fucking list? <laughs> I don't think real estate agents were on the list. Really? I thought we were like right under lawyers for a long time. What as for trusted or respected? Trusted as or as least trusted. <laughs> oh, I would have thought you would be. I have never found no. real estate agents to be dishonest. Oh my they god! They have specialized knowledge that I need, and they provide it to right. me. Right? No, the the prevailing thought process is, and this must be from like the old days, is that we're conniving little bastards trying to get you to buy a shitty house because for some reason our boss is yelling at us to buy this, to sell this one house. <laughs> oh, you get the used car salesman treatment. Right. Hmm. And I'm pretty oh. sure we were like under lawyers or above lawyers. And every time I hear it, I go, it's so shocking to me because it's not like that. Right. Yeah, I don't, I, I have, sorry, my very limited experience has been, I would say, positive. The only thing that I encountered that was even close to shady, which really wasn't because it happened in the house that I ended up buying that I'm broadcasting from right now <laughs> is every time we would come to take a tour of the house, everything was great. And then we bought the house and we were putting some stuff in the basement and we're like, why does it smell so wet and musty down here? Only to come to find that every time we would schedule a tour, the person showing the house would come and spray Febreze all over the fucking basement so we couldn't smell anything. <laughs> <laughs> That's a smart move is what that is. <laughs> oh, fuck you. This is why real estate agents aren't trusted. <laughs> I know. But so that was so minor, though. I, I found them to be a hundred times more helpful than it was detrimental. So the top people, according to this poll, with nurses, medical doctors, teachers, pharmacists, okay. military officers, police officers, daycare providers, judges... And then the clergy. Judges? And police officers? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, when was this done? Whew. Who'd they ask? Who are they interviewing? Five-year-olds? Like, All the things that Ray listed are traditionally yes. respected stations right. in a society. Knowledgeable people, yes. Wait, so this is a respected thing or a trust thing? Tr tr respect breeds oh, trust. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. So, yes. I mean, and again, we are... For fairly well-informed, free-thinking adults, we are aware that people are not in any way divine, de divine, <laughs> defined by their job or position in society. Being a military officer does not automatically make you a hero. There are plenty of people in the military that are scumbags. There are plenty of people in the military that are average people. And there are plenty of people in the military that are excellent people. Yeah. 
Same thing with everybody on that list. Except cops, I, they're I, all cocks. <laughs> what's that? Except cops, they're all cocks. <laughs> <laughs> There's probably some great cops. Uh, I would be willing to get, wager that there are a, a number of great pastors out sure. there. There are a number of monstrous pastors yeah. out there. And Quite I'm not saying few. it's proportional. Um, the monstrousness, but, uh, I think, out, outweighs by far. Yeah. Oh, by far. Because of the, I mean, well, the trust that people well, put here's in the them. thing. You don't hear about good pastors. Right. True. You just don't, again, I mean, you know. And even if it's at the dishonest percentage that the Pope was willing to admit about, and 3% of that particular occupation make it a daily interest of theirs to rape children, that's way too high. Yeah. More than zero is way too high. So that, you know, that drags the rest of them down to the toilet as far as I'm so concerned. So that's, that's true. Where, and the, the, bar for, the bar for being a good pastor is not fucking with kids, I guess. Right! <laughs> that's where this article talks about the Southern Baptists. They think they have the solution. The solution is, well, the people just don't know us. When they hear pastor, they associate that word with all of the bad pastors and the people who rape children. And we should get out there and meet more people so that they know that we're not all child rapists. Yes! Yeah. That's brilliant! (laughs) Yeah. Like, genuinely, it's so simple, it's brilliant. Putting yourself out there and making a human connection with people is the number one way to build trust. Yeah, Yeah, because if you move into a new town... And say you're looking to go to a church, and you ask your neighbor, hey, how's that pastor over that church? You go, well, I never tried to fuck my kid, so I guess he's all right. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, according to the article, and I kind of agree with this, maybe your strategy shouldn't involve anything but addressing the scandals around your group. It, yeah, <laughs> cl- clean up your shop first. Yeah. yeah. Then let's talk. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I oh, guess right. I, that seemed obvious, so I guess we overlooked sure. it. Sure. <laughs> yeah, stop raping kids first, then reach out to the community. Kick out and report all the people that you know they're doing it, instead of trying to protect right. them. Correct. That will make you a good pastor. Mm. All right, the last thing that I've got is from The Verge. Uh, it's talking about AI, mm. machine learning, and how it could turbocharge the SETI project, the search for extraterrestrial intelligence. Now, not necessarily the SETI project itself, but the search for extraterrestrial intelligence. Because basically what we have is people and, you know, looking for patterns. They're looking for patterns that should not be in, in like radio signals from deep space. And they're looking for patterns that don't occur naturally. The idea that AI is really good, you know, it started with facial recognition and now it's doing all sorts of things with producing text and producing images and it's it's good at patterns so ai could make a, a big difference in the uh search for extraterrestrial life i'm gonna Sweet. take it a little bit further though i think ai has the has the potential to change things the same way that the internet changed things i mean the chat gpt thing is truly amazing you can, you know, go into the ChatGPT and say, "Write me a Power Script, a PowerShell script to do something on my computer." So you don't have to write your, your programs yourself. You can ask ChatGPT to do it, and you might need to fix a little bit here and there. It might misunderstand what you're meaning, but it can write programs. And I had it write a lost Seinfeld episode, because <laughs> <laughs> I'm a dummy. Which, which well, one's no, more useful? 
Clearly the Seinfeld episode. It's definitely got to be better than the finale. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but but that, that's my point, though. You can ask it to do anything. Yeah. And that has the potential to change a lot of things. So it, think about it in the future. So you'd go to ChatGPT and say, I don't feel good. Here's my symptoms. Diagnose me. And it will go, you know, statistically based on yada, yada, yada. You have heart disease. Your right ventricle is, is 80% occluded. Holy crap. <laughs> By the way, this is sort of off topic, but hmm. and we're and so you said yada, 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 which brought uh, me back to sorry. Seinfeld again. <laughs> Did anybody here see the, the, the AI produced Seinfeld show that was running on Twitch 24-7? Oh, that no. That never stopped and you would, ne- it was called... It was called Nothing Forever, and it was a chat, or I'm sorry, it was an AI-generated sitcom <laughs> that had different character names, but they were clearly the Seinfeld ones. And they would have these inane conversations, and they had a laugh track, and it had, like, really bad graphics. But it was just fascinating to watch. Sure. Be- because <laughs> it was, like, it-, it was so weird and just, it was it was just odd. Huh. Well, and like I said, it ran for, like, a month straight, no stop. So you'd never see the same conversation twice. And then all of a sudden, one day, the AI... So the the the, pre- the way it starts off is they have the Jerry character doing a little bit of stand-up. Mm-hmm. And then it'll cut to a scene in the... Uh, in the living room. <laughs> in the living room. And then it'll go back to the... You know, it does all that, right? Yeah. So they got Jerry doing this stand-up part. And all of a sudden, the AI starts cracking trans jokes. Oh. <laughs> all of a sudden and Twitch banned the channel <laughs> because of it <laughs> and like Jerry's like can we talk about how trans people are ruining their lives in the fabric of America oh <laughs> it like just went off the rails all of a sudden <laughs> it, it never did shit like that that's amazing uh, so it's a little bit hilarious <laughs> So the owner of it apologized and was like, look, it was a mistake. I have keywords in there that it's not supposed to do. And somehow that got through. Mm. <laughs> but it was nuts. But it's a little slice of life that you'll never get to see again, probably. <laughs> At least not immediately. But yeah, I'm with Karen. This is this is probably too miraculous. Like, we are a species mm. that is moments away from wiping itself out because the automobile was more technology than we could handle. And now we're working on AI? Are you fucking stupid? I say let it happen. Let the AI take over. How bad could it be compared to what we're doing on our own? Idiocracy. Oh, there's no way. There's no way it won't be better. I'm just saying. (laughs) Listen, I heard too. I mean, in addition to like the chat GBTs and the the art generated AI, Mm -hmm. I heard Google and Microsoft are somehow incorporating AI into new search engines. Yep. There's a new I, uh, Edge uh, browser from Microsoft that has the uh, OpenAI built in. It's only in uh, closed beta at the moment, but it's coming fast. But how does that – I don't understand. What does the AI do? I, it Like if I go to look at a porn site, it's going to start asking me questions like – No, it just searches better. It, it, you ask it a question oh. and then it will find you the answers right in the search bar. I mean, think about, I mean, so you want to write, uh, nobody likes to write resumes and cover letters. Write me a cover letter for this application. I mean, anything that you do. Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. Anything you do that is tedious, it can do for you. But what does that do to us if all of the tedious stuff is no longer necessary for us to learn how to do? Oh, the younger generation gets gets dumber. And then when somehow the electricity hits, goes away, like some kind of weird thing passes by the planet. Yep. 
They're all fucked. Yeah, they really they don't, are. They uh, don't do anything. Yeah. Because when the AI breaks, then what do you do? <laughs> you know what? Then what you I fix care? the AI. I'm hitting the button. Give me the fucking button. <laughs> who's fixing the AI, though? Once we go down this well, path. We'll know how to fix. Right. The well, AI will fix it the AI. On how, you're right. <laughs> well, the, I would say, right, you're right. The, the AI can, you know, probably 3D print a backup AI just in case something <laughs> would happen to the original AI. Um, I have no idea, but I, I don't know. I don't think not doing tedious tasks will will send us on a evolutionary backslide but uh i mean you're right it won't stop there yeah exactly <laughs> it will do it will do all non-pleasure seeking tasks <laughs> and we will just turn back into the bonobos that we were right well it's yeah. like i mean I, it's like that there's that joe rogan bit that he talks about like like if an alien race came down here and was like, we're taking all your scientists and all your people who know how to do tech shit and <laughs> fix shit, and they're taking them. Does anybody on this podcast know how to make a fucking telephone? Make a phone? No. <laughs> make a phone and make it work. How does a phone fucking work? Like, <laughs> like think about the things you're just like, I barely know how a car fucking works. Yeah. Right? If it's not out of gas, I'm out of options. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when people are like, oh, let me take a look at the engine, I'm like... What? Is there like a... Yeah, take, take a look. <laughs> <laughs> it's there. There's a lot of knobs and shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, that's I mean that's just that's just the society that we've agreed on. We've agreed on a very specialized society. Mm. You know, no, there's no value to being well-rounded. The value is in being excellent at one thing and having people come to you for that service. Right, but the number of people that know how AI works and, and or know some of these really high-tech things, the number of people that know that is really small. Oh, for sure. I mean, well that's what we were talking about earlier. We were like, "Well, are the people out there are they you know, are they playing 3D chess?" No. No, no one is playing <laughs> 3D chess. There are probably like it was just like Jared was saying. There's probably I don't know, 25 between 25 and 50,000 smart people in the world and everybody else is a moron. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I am literally one step above an infant when it comes to fixing shit in my own house. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to do anything. I got jury rigged pipes holding up in my fucking <laughs> sink with like mayonnaise jars because I'm too lazy to have someone come over and fix them for me. But I, and, and I have other friends who are pretty capable. They're like, why don't you just fix it yourself? I'm like, what? No idea how. Yeah. Like, what, what are, are you, you talking, talking about? about? <laughs> yeah, like, I didn't grow up with a father. I don't know how to do anything. I can't change my own oil. I don't know anything. I think we need to change this to the Idiocracy podcast that we argue yeah. every week about how Idiocracy is taking place. True. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you know, mark my words. AI is going to change things in a way that we don't yet understand. <laughs> Oh, good. You know what? Because yeah. I hope it can start, like, writing contracts for me at work. That would yeah. be awesome. It probably could. All right. On that note, you guys have anything else? Negative. Nope. I think we covered everything in the <laughs> there world. There we go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that's going to be it for this week. We'll have to hit everything else next week. Hey, can we have an AI do the podcast for us next week? <laughs> <laughs> but then I don't get to rant and feel better afterwards. Uh, yeah. Don't praise the machine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I want to start off by thanking our patrons for who support the podcast, especially those of you who could be with us tonight. Alpha Team, Hessian Gixon, Hypatia, Joshua, and Kevberg. We do appreciate the feedback as well as the uh, financial support. If you enjoy the podcast, there are several ways that you can support it. You can support it by joining them on our Patreon page or sharing the podcast on social media or leave a review for us wherever you happen to listen. Again, if you want to contact us, you can on our Facebook page or tweeting at ProfaneArg. 
Also, I'd like to encourage people to check out other podcasts on the soon-to-be-named network. It is a podcasting network. Soon-to-be-named-network.com will get you to all of the shows. Again, thanks for listening, and until next time, I'm Ray. I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. Thank you. Good night, and may your God go with you. Thank you.